Dave Schluter, 312-981-7200, 312-981-7200. Megapro's call, text, and photo line. You've got some uh, interesting challenges that our listeners have been facing when selling their parents' home. You want to go over a couple of those? Yeah, every seller in Illinois fills out three disclosure forms. The first one is called the statutory disclosure, and it asks 23 intrusive questions about the condition of the property. And the answers are yes, no, and not applicable on those. Number 23, by the way, is has the property been used as a methamphetamine lab? That's actually number 23. But the not applicable would be typically is the well-functioning, but you're on city water. The second one is a lead paint disclosure. Lead paint came off in 1978. It's not safe enough just to say the house is built after. They still make you answer the form. And the last one is a radon disclosure. Do you know about radon? Have you ever had radon? Did you put a radon system in? The shout-out today is for the people who are helping elderly parents or helping for the family to help sell the deceased parents' home, if the person filling out the form has not lived in the home in the last 12 months, on the one that has 23 questions, things like, are the walls moving, is it flooding, you check the box, no, and as long as you haven't been the property manager, like a guardian for your mom or your aunt, or some kind of trustee where you're running the show, you similarly can just say, no, no. I haven't been there in the last year, and then you don't have to answer the rest of the questions. It doesn't mean you're shady, but if you haven't been managing it and you haven't resided there, the buyer's attorney will accept that. Now, under attorney review, they might ask a few questions, but the bottom line is you can say, no knowledge, I didn't reside there. Uh, The lead paint, you just say, no knowledge, and the radon, I have no knowledge. Now, if there's a radon system blinking in the basement, there probably is an issue, but they'll find that on the home inspection. So there's a lot of agents that don't understand that and coerce the people to stay up at night. You know, I don't remember if my mom had any water in in 1978 or whatever. So I'm hoping that's a relief to people. If you need any guidance on that, or if your agent doesn't get it, have them call me. Uh, Go ahead, Frank. They really ask you to disclose? Number 23, yeah. so if I was running a meth lab in my house, right. I have to tell them yes I did. If it was I mean, yeah, because it that? leaves well well the bottom line is you're gonna you got a lawsuit instantly with strict liability out the door if there's residue found later. It it survives the closing for one year. Okay. So if they go in to redecorate or ego comes in and does the floor and he goes, What's those stains? and that's the steam from breaking bad, you're getting a lawsuit. And then what happens if you mark yes, you're getting arrested? Well, at the bottom line is... Probably not. Uh, if the agents no. want to get paid, they're not faxing well, that to the police. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about after the closing? Yeah. Here's what One you do. Year. You move out for a year, and then you have somebody complete it for you, and then they don't know after a year. He just gave you the loophole. Weren't you listening right, to him? Well, that's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that, Dave, <laughs> I, I have an actual legitimate question. Um, do I know Walter White? So, no. No, I get it. <laughs> so you mentioned trustees. So what if I am... Like my family trustee, but I am unaware of those right. things. Right. You're, yeah, you're okay Still because, okay. yeah, if you weren't managing it like where yeah. you were renting know, it out. I didn't know. I didn't go to the house. I didn't anything. Right, I was just right. the trustee And it's common sense because the, the law is designed. Here's what, the, here's what happened. Years ago, the brokers would get sued at a lot of closings because they would say, it's a beautiful place, honey. Go ahead and buy it. And everybody knew there was a crap house. So they passed this as an incentive to say, at least we can find out what the seller might know. Because the brokers don't sign the disclosures. So uh, all the brokers are going, oh, he's making a sound bad. I'm telling you, it was a lot of litigation. So what they did is they lobbied for this 
the brokers lobbied for this in my career. This has all happened during my 38 years to at least put a fire under the seller so that when it does hit the fan, the first target's the seller. One year from the closing, if in fact it's a lie, there's a one-year statute of limitations. Things like they say it never floods. They say it never did this, that the fireplace worked or whatever. So it's, it, it doesn't prevent lawsuits. You still get a home inspection. People shouldn't, if, you get a, if you're a buyer and you get a clean disclosure, still do an inspection because your seller could be lying or they could be delusional. But the bottom line is I'm just saying for people handling deceased parents, people handling if they're uh, elderly or whatever and, and they've already taken charge of the power of attorney and things, yeah, as long as they aren't the one yeah, don't stress and not out. sleeping there for a year. Right? I've got a guy right now, okay? okay. Home's go- Dad passed away. Home's going through probate. Right. Lives in a home. He lived in a $550,000 home. Father passed away, okay? $550,000 home, Western Burps. They owe $300,000 on the mortgage. Son is paying... While it goes through probate, which could take a year, it's Cook County. No, it's not the Western Burbs. It's it's the Western Burbs of Cook County. Right. Okay. Um, he's paying sixteen hundred dollars a month that he doesn't have. So on top of the ninety grand of credit card debt he's carrying on his back, he's carrying. He's got sixteen hundred dollars. It could be going to his credit card debts, going to take care of dad's home while it's going through probate. Right. What happens if he stops making payment on that while it's going through probate? Well, the bottom line is they can come in. They have a dead borrower right now, so they could come in and tie that up in the probate as a claim. The issue is communication is key. What he should do is have the probate lawyer get on the phone and say, look, we're hitting the market in, like, what's his timeline? Is he hitting the market in June? Or he would have done it yesterday. He, okay. he doesn't think he's got to go through probate. Dad just died in December. Yeah. So it just started the process yeah. just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he should call his attorney. You're not prevented in selling and stopping the bleeding. It's legitimate duty of an executor or an administrator to discharge debt, and discharging the mortgage is debt. So he might be not getting it straight. He could hit the market. The usual problem is it's a hoarder house, yes. and it takes six months. But if the house is empty and ready to go... He is totally free to sell that. And then the proceeds is held up until, until six months. Right. Oh. oh, wow. So he should well, he should go. stop paying that. If he gets a closing, call a realtor. He can sell it. If the probate lawyer doesn't know the answer, have him call me. Really? Yeah. So, so he could sell the home, the yeah, proceeds of the put home. Put the money in the, in the probate in account. account right. uh, well, you just can't hand it out to the family for six months from the day you're appointed because there's a creditor law. All lawyers have to publish a notice. Dear, and that's why people should do living trust, please. Then you're not in probate. But dear everyone, does that person owe you money? And that goes in a database newspaper called the Chicago Daily Law Bulletin or the Daily Herald, and it invites claimants to come in. So that's why we hate probate in that regard. Sure. But they just in case that happens, I had one where they filed a week before the six months, a Medicaid lien, because they read it too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a publication notice that has to go out. So once that's six months in a day... Then they can hand out the money to the family, too. He should be free to market the home now. And I'm going to call him. Yeah, and have him call me if his lawyer doesn't know the answer. He's got ninety grand worth of credit yeah. card. He and may never have asked the lawyer what to do, but I, I'll be ha- have him call his lawyer okay. and say, is it okay to sell? That's huge. And then if there's any room on the back end, I do have that other topic about people who need extensions. What if there's deal. an argument between family members, like, I want to buy, and that's why it's going to probate? Well, he can. if it gets ugly, they can go and get the courts relief, and most okay. judges are very much saying, get the thing sold. Got it. Because of the taxes and sure, the mortgage. all of it. But yeah, if there's a troublemaker kid, lately in all my trusts and wills I'm doing, I'm putting a no contest clause that if anybody stirs the pot, you're on the hook for the whole family's legal bill. So when they go shopping, wow. 
when they go shopping that's a nice, for a, that's a nice little that. right yeah. like that. when they go to jimmy slick contingency lawyer who yeah. says i'll get you 100 grand just give me a third yeah when they look at that they go i'm not going near that because nice. you're not going to be able to afford me while you're paying the other four kids that's lawyers cool. nice so Good. i'm putting that in all of them because and the parents get well we don't mean to be mean but then i tell them a few stories that's it. Yeah. Jimmy Slick was my tutor on my ACT. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's why, why you did so well, right? <laughs> that's why I did so well. Yeah. 18, took it three times, got 18, 310. Nice job, Jimmy Slick. All right, phone number for those who want yeah. to reach out. 630-285-5300. And I think I saw him at your mortgage exam today for your mortgage license. Wasn't Jimmy there? That's a big word. JS, yeah. Is it mortgage? Uh, mortgage your mortgage licensee act. <laughs> I thought I saw him there. Come pass that up. Three one two nine. Right. And Frank had like um, Amazon. I think you were saying Asimon or something like that. I, w- I let it go. But did I really? Yeah, it's what, okay. What have you turned? I said it's, it's weird that you're pointing out. I've people. Never I'm going to go back and listen. <laughs> I don't think I said Asimon. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I never make mistakes on the clearly. Three one two ninety one seventy two. Now John Hansen on Let's Get Legal. Yeah, it's riddled with mistakes, mm-hmm. but I don't want to go there because he's such a nice guy. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. This is Home Sweet Home Chicago at seven twenty WGN. Jack from Palatine coming up after the break. Thank you, Mister Jennings. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. That's MegaPros call, text, and photo line. We got a text message that came in uh, during your segment that I thought was uh, interesting. That I th- would appreciate if you'd answer. Ready. To the lawyer, that would be you. Uh, uh, three siblings inherited mom's home. Okay, three siblings. Sell, they sold it seven years after mom passed away. Three siblings, a home that they held seven years after mom passed. Are they taxed on the capital gain from the sale of the home? Good question. They have to have an agent go back for purposes of an audit at the value when mom died hypothetically mom paid 100 she sold when it was 300 and now they've sold for 360 they only pay on the increase since the date of her death they inherited it in what's called the stepped up basis as long as they were not on the deed if they were on the deed they go back to mom's thing and that's why we don't add kids to deeds but if they inherited through a trust or through a probate matter or a transfer on death, their starting point for capital gains is the value on the date of mom's death. So they can go back to the realtor. They need to have some comps uh, from that time period in each of their files. It only comes up in the event of an audit, but yeah, they should each go to their accountant and explain that they sold, but mom had value in it, and they just split the difference three ways. So if it went up sixty grand since mom died, they owe twenty grand uh, each. Of, the capital gains on twenty grand each. Uh, Stephen A. Lay, thank you for that explanation. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Lay, he chimed in about Punchkeys. Yeah, uh, it's a Catholic thing, so maybe oh, that great. explains it. Uh, okay, he's yeah. taking a shot at you for not being religious enough. And then <laughs> Michael, and That's Mike, okay. and then Mike Epping. Yeah, I'm just saying. You okay. might want to take it up with Steve. Sure. Um, and then Mike Epping, our plumber from Senegar Plumbing, Frank, sent in a picture of the Kohler K4731GC Stronghold Commercial Elongated Toilet Seat with Integrated Handle and Quiet Close Check Hinge, available at Ferguson Plumbing Supply House. Yeah, Ferguson will have it, Banner will have it, but that's what you're looking for. All right, that seems like a very nice uh, toilet seat for... Our um, overweight clients, our, our overweight listeners who listen to the show to be protect themselves. Okay. And that's uh, Ferguson Plumbing Supply House 
wherever that is. Where are they located? You just right. you could just go online. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. There's yeah. Oak Brook. There's a there's. Oh, there's it all depends on where the person lives. As a what plumbing supply store they should go to. Okay, but they'll carry it. There's Banner on uh, on Lake Cook Road in right. Buffalo Grove. Yeah, yeah, it really yeah. depends on where they live. Yeah. All right, all right, Cheryl, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. You have a question for David I, Schluter. Yes, I do. How can someone with a parent or a spouse who has dementia make provision so that their home, their investments, and other things won't be taken by Medicare when that family member dies? Do you need to see uh, specifically a a lawyer who deals with senior citizen problems, or is that something Dave Schluter can handle? Well, no. The the it's, a, it's an open question. If they if they don't ever go on public benefits while they're alive, then the family can take all the money after it sells. It's whether they ever applied for Medicaid benefits, which is where the government pays the rent for the facility they're in. In that case, those moves have to be made five years before the day mom or grandma applies for benefits. Uh, If you want to call me on Monday or Tuesday with a little more information, we don't need to get too deep on it. Uh, I'd be happy to take your call. Okay, I'll have someone call you um, Monday or Tuesday, hopefully, and I'll tell her to give my name. No no problem. And, yeah, and it's Mm 630-285-5300. Did you get that, Cheryl? Did okay, you get? Have a great day. Hang on, Cheryl. Did you get that number? Yeah. All right. Can you? Three zero two eight five fifty three hundred. Yeah. Just tell them that from Saturday's show, the question about how can they qualify or not qualify without having to pay it all back. Okay, Cheryl. Thank you so much. 